This is Dr. Dave, and let's talk about turning bad things into better things. No amount of positive thinking will take something bad and turn it into something good, but positive thinking will turn it into something better. This statement is the story of every successful life. Everyone who achieves their dreams becomes an expert at snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. This essential skill ensures that you get the best out of life no matter what happens. It's impossible to always get exactly what you want. Nevertheless, you can always take a bad situation and make it into something better. I learned this lesson when I had a fracture of my left femur and the fracture was slow to heal. The fracture required a metal plate, a pin, and five screws to keep it stable. Unfortunately, the non-healing fracture interrupted my sailing voyage around the world. I had already sailed from the east coast of the United States through the Panama Canal and across the Pacific Ocean to arrive in New Zealand. Now the slowly healing fractures prevented me from continuing the trip. Although this was not a disaster of monumental proportions affecting people around the world, it was a personal disaster that affected my world. You can't safely sail thousands of miles offshore when you have a broken leg. Sailing with an unhealed fracture is poor judgment and an unnecessary risk that could potentially put other people in danger. I needed an alternate plan to take the bad things that happened and turn it into something better. I contacted the hospital in Saudi Arabia where I had previously worked and asked if they could use my services for the next eight months while my fractures were healing. They were happy for me to return to work and I was happy to take a bad situation and make it into something better. Although I would have preferred to sail to Australia, that was neither prudent nor possible. Eight months of working in Saudi Arabia accomplished the healing of the femoral fracture and replenished my cruising funds as well. When I returned to New Zealand eight months later, my body was ready for action and my cruising funds were in excellent shape. Snatching victory from the jaws of defeat wasn't the only option. I could have remained on my sailboat through the New Zealand winter while my fractures healed. I would have been cold and uncomfortable and I would have depleted my cruising funds as well. It was a bad option that needed to be made into something better and going to Arabia was definitely something better. As we sailed across the Pacific Ocean, we had many opportunities to take something bad and make it into something better. Educating my children during this voyage was a major challenge. My children didn't attend public high school. They did high school by correspondence course from the University of Nebraska so they could sail on our yacht across the Pacific. Neither of the children looked forward to studying two semesters of chemistry on the yacht. For them, chemistry looked like a potentially bad experience. They delayed studying chemistry until we arrived in New Zealand. Soon after our arrival, we were in a car accident and that put me in the hospital for two months. After I got out of the hospital, I went an additional two months of physical therapy learning how to walk. I couldn't bend my right knee more than 30 degrees, and I couldn't walk up and down stairs. This could easily be classified as something bad. I decided that this would be a good time to teach chemistry to my kids. After I returned from two hours of physical therapy each morning, I got out the chemistry book and I taught them chemistry for four hours. I spent an additional hour or two each day preparing for the next day of correspondence chemistry classes. In four months, we finished two semesters of high school chemistry. They completed their studies in chemistry while I learned how to walk. We took something bad and turned it into something good. 
When we started sailing around the world, we had no experience in offshore sailing or heavy weather. By the time we'd sailed halfway across the Pacific, we still had never sailed in conditions that were exceptionally arduous or challenging. We were unproven, and the behavior of our yacht in adverse conditions was unknown. When we left Bora Bora in French Polynesia, we sailed 500 miles to an atoll in the Cook Islands called Suvorov. This atoll is unique because only one family lives on it. The approach to Suvorov is hazardous. If you miss the entrance to the atoll, you hit the reef and wreck your yacht. As you approach Suvorov, you can't actually see the reef. You can only see a wrecked vessel rusting away on top of the reef, warning you of its presence. Inside this atoll, there are hundreds of large coral formations called coral heads that dot the lagoon and lie just below the water's surface. Suvorov has been compared to a Venus flytrap. The lagoon looks inviting, but it's extremely hazardous in unsettled weather. Once inside the lagoon, you pick a spot to anchor among the coral heads. If your anchor holds and the wind doesn't shift, there is no problem. If your anchor drags or if the wind changes direction, your yacht may hit a coral head. In the daytime, you can see the coral heads and a wind shift isn't a problem. At night, there's no way to tell the location of the coral, and if your anchor drags, you may hit the reef and lose your boat. The weather was unsettled as we approached Suvorov. We knew conditions in the lagoon would be marginal because the winds were blowing at about 25 knots. Nevertheless, we decided to enter the lagoon in order to rendezvous with friends that were anchored there. We found the pass through the reef and carefully sailed among the coral heads inside the lagoon until we arrived at Anchorage Island. Once inside, it became clear that conditions were marginal. We put down our biggest anchor and hoped for the best. Fortunately, our anchor held through the night, but by the next morning, conditions had deteriorated further and we decided that we should exit the atoll before things became totally unmanageable. Many boats have been lost on Suvorov, and we didn't want to become another statistic. The bad news was that conditions outside the atoll were also rough. We got underway in the morning when the light was good enough to be able to pick our way through the coral heads. As we headed out, we passed a large commercial fishing trawler coming in for shelter. Conditions were rough, and they decided to come in for a rest. Later on, we heard that the trawler dragged their anchor and hit a cruising yacht that was anchored inside the atoll. We cleared the reef and turned west for the 500-mile sail to Samoa. The winds were gusting 35 to 45 knots, and we decided that this was our opportunity to learn how our yacht would behave in somewhat marginal sailing conditions. We ran before large seas for three days under modest amounts of sail and let the autopilot do all the steering. Although it was a rough ride, the yacht handled the high winds and seas without a problem. We came through this experience with more confidence in ourselves and in our yacht. Our experience in the lagoon at Suvorov could have turned into a disaster. The sail from Suvorov to Samoa could have been a three-day nightmare. Both of these experiences could be classified as potentially bad ones. Nevertheless, we learned from them and turned them to our advantage. We made them into something better. Making bad things into better things isn't a fantasy or a fairy tale. You will have many opportunities to take something bad and make it into something better. Whenever you can't get what you want, you have a choice. You can accept the bad experience and learn to live with it, or you can make it into something better. When things don't work out as planned, don't surrender or assume that all is lost. 
The bad things of life can be converted into better things if you're willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. No event is so bad that you can't make something good come out of it. Your challenge is to take whatever happens and make it into something beautiful. At the start of the first Gulf War, each night we experienced the bombardment of Riyadh by Scud missiles. When the sun went down, we knew that within a few hours the air raid sirens would sound and Scud missiles would start falling from the sky. Usually by 10 p.m. we would go to our safe room at least once because a Scud missile launch had been detected by satellite and in about five minutes the missile would come down and explode somewhere in Riyadh. It was our own version of Riyadh roulette. We made two rooms in our house into shelters. One was an airtight shelter to protect us if there was an attack of nerve gas. The other was a smaller, stronger shelter to protect from the explosion of missiles. The nightly ritual was psychologically traumatic since no one enjoys being the target of bombs dropping randomly out of the sky. My family remembers the night the first Scud missile came into Riyadh. We felt the dull thud of the exploding missiles, the windows rattled, and we took our gas masks to our sealed room to escape any nerve gas. This satisfies my definition of a bad experience. After ten nights of Scud missile attacks, we decided to turn this bad experience into something good. We boarded a military aircraft which evacuated us out of Riyadh to Terre Haute, Spain, and onward to the United States. During our six-week vacation from the war, we took the lemons in life and made some lemonade. We drove to Miami, Florida, and went to the Miami Boat Show. While we were at the boat show, we saw modern ocean cruising catamarans. We took a demonstration sail on one of them, and we instantly knew that we'd found the yacht on which we would sail around the world. Eventually, we bought one of those catamarans, and several years later, we started a sailing voyage around the world. No event in life is so bad that you can't make something good come out of it. We took a war and converted it into a sailing voyage around the world. We took a potential disaster and converted it into something beautiful. People who live their dreams are specialists at converting bad things into beautiful things. One of your biggest challenges will be to take bad experiences and make them into something better. The first step in transforming a bad experience into a beautiful one is the decision you make about the meaning of the experience. You have the privilege of deciding the meaning of everything that happens in your life. Your attitude is what makes bad experiences bad. Only a positive attitude can make bad experiences into something better. When the lifelong disoriented encounter problems, they head for cover and hide until the problem goes away. The result is that they hide from the opportunities of life. People who reach their dreams have a different attitude toward problems. They convert problems into opportunities. They know that every problem contains the seeds of opportunity and that challenges are the launching pad for their life. You are paid to solve problems. The more of them that you solve, the more money you will make and the faster you will grow as a person. If you want to grow at the most rapid pace, you should actively look for problems that you can solve. Find a need and fill it. Find a problem and solve it. You will finance your dreams with the problems that you solve for other people. Your biggest opportunities come when you're willing to do jobs that other people are unwilling to do and when you solve problems that other people can't or don't want to solve. That is your challenge. Go on the offensive. Look for problems that you can attack and solve. 
If you learn to transform the bad into the beautiful, you will become independently wealthy and you will be able to sail on the ocean of your dreams.